Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news. So the Almighty has given you another week. Here we go. Or maybe just another day. You're not even promised tomorrow. The question might be for all of us, what is your plan for God this week? What are you going to do for the kingdom? Oh, I know you're going to read your Bible and you're going to pray, but are you going to serve mankind in any way? And if so, how? We're here why, people? Good question, is it? Why are you still here today and not in heaven? Obviously, because God is not through with you yet. He's got some plans for you. Do you know what they are? We'll be praying with you on that one so that uh, this week you'll serve God with a greater fervency than ever before. How does that sound? That's our goal. Let's see what we can do this week. What in the world is going on? Well, when we talk about the demonic and our, our book, Invisible War in the States, we talk about demonization at one point. Well, that term is now being used by the public. Stop the demonization of the police. What? Further evidence, America is becoming a, a new America, flood of evil. Bad in San Antonio, a 30-year-old Texas cop there committed suicide in early October. That was the fifth suicide in the police department by an officer or recently retired officer in just the last seven months, which experts are saying is a stark reminder of the growing struggles police face doing their jobs amid the defund the police movement that has demonized police officers all across this country. No question about it. Well, it's all coming out now how sad a former Miami pool boy is dishing explicit details about the affair he had with former Liberty University President Jerry Falwell Jr.'s wife, Becky. New upcoming book, documentary, has breathed new life into the world-rocking scandal. This whole thing started 20 years ago. Falwell Jr.'s fall from grace happened in 2020 when Reuters exposed the affair between the pool boy and Falwell's wife. He was forced to resign as president of Liberty University, one of the largest Christian universities in the world. They have a public image, but behind the scenes, they are all freaks. How sad. New book, God Forbid, The Sex Scandal That Brought Down a Dynasty. My, oh my. In political news, certainly everybody is thinking about it. Trump, DeSantis, what do you think is going to happen? Many believe that Trump is so powerful. Just stepping into a room, he sucks up all the energy. And the only way that Florida's DeSantis is going to become the Republican nominee is if Trump chooses not to run for president and endorses him or passes away. It's the only way. Trump is not the nominee. Let's go to the dark side, the Democrats. You know the Biden administration's special interest giveaways are so out of control, it's almost impossible to even talk about. When an additional $4.5 billion is met with no criticism at all, we become so desensitized. The Congressional Budget Office released a report on September the 30th that says bail-in President Joe Biden's changes to the rules of a recent taxpayer bailout of select private union pension plans will add $4.5 billion in cost, bringing your tab to $90.4 billion over the 22 23 period. This $4.5 billion giveaway has been swept under the rug. 
amid the administration's massive student loan giveaway plan and an estimated $1.1 trillion, uh, that's trillion with a T, in executive action spending. The American Rescue Plan. I'll kill you. Well, Democrats face a very real, very uncomfortable possibility after the midterms. Two more years of a Senate 50-50. After going through extracting some significant victories from, well, the longest evenly split Senate in history, Democrats are pushing hard to expand their majority by netting Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. But as their list of potential pickups shrink, they really are staring down at a 2023 that could start with another 50-50 Senate chamber. Everybody says it's a toss-up. What happened in Russia? At least 11 people killed. 15 others injured after two gunmen opened fire at a Russian military training camp on Saturday, targeting a group of soldiers who volunteered to fight in Ukraine. Reports suggest the pair who were killed during that attack had themselves volunteered and came from an unknown former Soviet state. Wake County prosecutors intend to charge that 15-year-old gunman in last Thursday's mass shooting in Raleigh, North Carolina as an adult citing the incident's mass loss of life. Five people, no reason, five people, aged 16 to 52, killed, including the shooter's 16-year-old brother, while two more were injured. Independent sources identified the suspect as high school sophomore Austin Thompson, a, a resident of the Headingham neighborhood where the shootings took place. He reportedly just fired at random into the street before moving to a nearby forest trail where he continued shooting people. He's in critical condition. Could die. More news right after this. Got trouble today? Who doesn't? Problems are an inevitable part of your life and mine, whether or not a person is saved or not. The difference is that once a man or woman becomes a believer, a Christian, the father strengthens his children to face every difficulty in life. Our omniscient, all-powerful God is well greater than anything you're going to face. He knows your future circumstances and prepares your hearts and minds to withstand those trials and troubles. The moment you encounter a problem, you can tap into his omnipotence. He promised to meet believers' needs, and therefore he is under his own divine obligation to give guidance and direction for you today. Our first response should always be calling out, Father, and instantly two things happen. The problem's growth is stunted, and God's child is reminded of what? Your unique position given to all those who trust in Almighty God in Jesus Christ. Long before a crisis arises or any solution is needed, the wise believer will consistently be seeking Almighty God. Do that today. It'll be a better day. And we're only days away, so uh, let's do this. With what has been called, of course, the Sovietization of the Biden administration, so many commies running around, including the shocking criminalization of dissent, you are wrong and you are in trouble. And the massive weaponization of the FBI against any political opponent, you. America is being increasingly compared to a third world or communist dictatorship, and I believe rightly so. It's the new America. Yet this country still has, and we're only days away, one sacred institution that 
dictatorships from Zimbabwe to communist China do not have. You know where I'm going here. It's called elections. And in reality, there is absolutely no reason, despite the current regime's all-out efforts at election rigging, that the tens of millions of decent, right-thinking American voters cannot stop this uh, mail-in president and his administration and their ever-expanding craziness this November. Change things. Do something. Get out there and vote. Stop the madness. We need to do the right thing for everyone who really loves America and wants to stop this left-leaning nonsense. Think about it. Well, I don't know if you're into football. Of course, you folks <laughs> down in Tennessee definitely are. I don't know. I thought Jesus came back the way everybody was in. Anyway, talking about pro football now. Two guys, Tom Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers, all-time greats, going to be Hall of Famers, uh, best ever. And uh, But on Sunday, you know, watching football a little bit there, Brady and Rodgers, they, they looked old and they looked creaky and they looked cranky. And that's something that's going to happen to all of us one day, right? I mean, just relax, fellas, and maybe it really is a, a time for you to retire. When you watch the young guys just flying all over the field and that, then you see Brady and, and Rodgers, and, oh, I'm sure I, as usual, make somebody mad with that. I, gee whiz. We need to give it a rest, Johnny Brown. Business news could be tough if you like crab. Wildlife officials in Alaska last week announced the cancellation of the fall king crab harvest in Bristol Bay for the second straight year and for the first time the winter snow crab harvest in the Bering Sea. The decision came after a survey revealed the continuing rapid decline of the crab population in, in both fisheries could be in the billions. I mean, that many crabs. Billions. In health news, have you ever heard of Dr. Harvey Risch? He has a distinguished career as a professor of epidemiology, Yale School of Public Health, 300 original peer-reviewed publications that include advances in cancer research and all oh, the list of all of his credentials, positive, goes on and on and on, uh, head of the Journal for the National Cancer Institute, and for six years was on the editorial board of the American Journal of Epidemiology. And over the past two and a half years, the left-leaning loonies have labeled him a purveyor of misinformation. Why is that? Well, he's criticized the public health response to the pandemic and his advocacy of using, yep, hydrochloroquine and ivermectin. Further, the United States government and the scientific establishment have suppressed and dismissed all of his scientific contributions to the global crisis with little or no engagement at all, adopting the media's disinformation narrative. And this is a part of the new America, a flood of not only evil, but lies. What are they doing? Go for it, Doc, a tip of the hat. We need more guys like that, right? So I don't know where I've been since 2010. Twelve years ago this started, but just got our attention here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, with the $50 million refurbishing of Wayne High School. They're putting in new boys and girls bathroom together. 
I guess that's so that guy doesn't know whether he's a woman or a man can go in there and be comfortable. It's a neutral bathroom. Some people are just saying, and rightly so, this is nuts. But, you know, it's a part of the new America, so get used to it. Just hard to believe. What has happened? Go to sleep one night and uh, where's my gun? Well, it's happened over there in Baltimore. A lawsuit filed against the city of Baltimore for its demand that a man pay very high sign permit fees for the portable A-frame signs he uses to publicize his pro-life beliefs. Oh, I can get that. The case has been brought by Thomas More Society on behalf of John Roswell, the U.S. District Court there in Maryland, it alleges violation of his First Amendment rights. He's been advocating for life on the public right-of-way near abortion business Planned Parenthood now for years. He engages women in conversations and shares information and shares resources. His campaign is the result of his deeply held religious conviction that human lives are being terminated inside the Planned Parenthood facility. In other words, they're murdering kids there. Of course they are. He has this A-frame sign that says unborn babies are human and they feel pain. And now Baltimore said that's enough. So they're charging outrageous prices for him to have a sign. The demons are running the show. They're doing that everywhere, aren't they? So here's a good question. Do you think that the church is silent on the LGBT queer issue? And if they are, is that hurting young people today? One man who's been talking about a lot said, uh, a woman came to me and said, I came out of the very things you were just talking about. Now get this, I was gender fluid, I was omnisexual, and I was polyamorous. Get all of that? When I asked her age, she said she was 18. And this is the world in which we live today. Today's world, it is indeed. An older man said to me, the man said, with pain in his voice, please pray for my daughter. She now identifies as a man. She's changed her name. She's taking hormones. She had her breast removed. He told me she was 23 years old and had mastectomy at the age of 21. How does this daddy feel? Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Prayer, lots and lots of prayer. And yes, yeah, speak up. Be counted. Let people know the truth. A thought or two about the world you and I live in? Maybe this will work here. The American fascination with celebrity is, is strong, so strong, as many say, that you can be a monster and be brilliant today. In a world dominated by social media, people increasingly don't even have to do anything to be sought after. They can be famous simply by being famous, as the saying goes. Andy Warhol said in 1968, predicted a future in which everybody would be world famous for 15 minutes, and it sounded ridiculous. But today, I think it's possible. What do you think? I think it's quite plausible. And fame is all we really want, isn't it? All the twisted, celebrity-obsessed aspect of the American culture and the new America and politics are just a mirror of our own unfulfilled desires to be loved and admired by millions. Wrong. The truth is that despite our purient interest in celebrities, the overwhelming majority of people don't want to be famous, not at all. And the minority of people who truly desire fame are abnormal and discouraged. And for the Christian, it goes like this. He must increase. I must decrease. 
Oh, you're going to be a lot happier in the world when you follow that program. Yeah, you just fade into the background and let Jesus be first. Thoughts from here, there, and everywhere? Who said that? I know not what weapons World War III will be fought with, but World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones. Albert Einstein. Corey Tenboon said it. As wings are to a bird and sails are to a ship, so is prayer to the soul. Hudson Taylor said this. There are three great truths. First, there's a God. Second, he's spoken to us in the Bible. And third, he means what he says. On my trip to South Bend yesterday, I saw lots of pumpkins. Did you know that a, a pumpkin's circumference divided by a pumpkin's diameter equals pumpkin pie? Just thought you had to know that. So you became a millionaire. What would you do? Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Today is the day to join me on Facebook. You've been putting it off. <laughs> Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N, and it's such a great time sharing back and forth, and we pray for one another. Christian site, there are all kinds of news, information, a little bit of everything about life. That's our Facebook page, Greg, Jerry G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. I'm looking for you today. So what would it be like if today you were a millionaire ten times over? A rock-solid winner, we would say. No strings attached. Satisfaction guaranteed in life. Have you ever thought about it? Most of you probably don't play the lottery or any of those perchance games, but uh, what if you did? And what if you won? David said, I can't really put into words what it felt like to learn that I had won $10 million. Can you imagine? Not only was the amount of the money simply too staggering for me to comprehend, he said, but it came at a point in my life where I was just as broke as I had ever been in my life. I was a struggling student. I had no job, and I was down to my last 50 cents. Wait a minute. Oh, and I was living with mom and dad. In short, I was just the average <laughs> fifth grader in America. But there it was, just like manna from heaven, the publisher's clearinghouse heaven, that is, a big gold envelope addressed to me and emblazoned with the news, congratulations, there's my name. You're a guaranteed winner of $10 million. Reply to us at once. I was set. I had it made in the shade now. Suddenly, the importance of completing my mathematics homework was utterly ridiculous. Why? If I needed any math done, I'd simply hire a teacher and do all of it for me. And while that teacher was at it, he could also cut the grass in my new 150-acre front yard. What's more, because he made me stand in the corner, because I melted those crayons on the ancient radiator that served as a classroom heater, he could also pick up my dogs. I plan to have lots and lots of dogs. I think I want St. Bernard's. I broke the news to my mom as she whipped up some brownie mix there in the bowl. I just won $10 million in the mail, Mom, I shouted, waving the envelope in an enthusiastic and festive manner of the newly rich in America today. Mom was strangely calm in light of the momentous announcement. Read the fine print there, dear. Find the word if, she advised. If, it says if, well, son, then there's no guarantee at all. 
She was failing to grasp the enormity of this good news I have, but it says that I am a guaranteed winner, Mom. She pointed to that little asterisk next to the rock-solid promise, that little thing that looks like a star. It means read the fine print. So I went to my room and I poured over every cleverly crafted line there. This says rock-solid guarantee $10 million if you have the winning number. As long as your number matches the secret number locked in our secure vault, sign up for at least one magazine, or we may be forced to remove you from our mailing list and banish you from all future hopes of ever potentially being a possible guaranteed recipient. It was then that I kind of developed my lifelong aversion to the legalese in America today. But magazine hawkers are by no means the only culprits out there. Deceptive religions play that same kind of linguistic game, do they not? They lure people in with a rock-solid, guaranteed good news program that God loves you so much that if you come to this church or join this church, he's going to give you a special place in heaven. As long as you keep the commandments and perform various religious obligations and, and give us a mandatory percentage of your loot— and step into the little spiritual hamster wheel and start your exhausting scampered into Nowhereville. I grew up in a religion that paid lip service to the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ, but inserted it enough there with ifs and ands and buts and caveats and some cautions here and a few stipulations there and some other conditions, and all of it with a dependent clause to keep an army of attorneys arguing for years to come. The main point of that religiosity was that uh, our behavior for all of us, while the focus of authentic Christianity is on Jesus Christ and his behavior on our behalf, it's Jesus, it's not how well I perform, right? Well, now this boy's a man, and when I viewed my standing with God as based on my obedience, I was in constant nail-biting jeopardy. How good is good enough for Almighty God? One day, a couple of friends asked me to read a few passages out of the Gospel of John and tell them, in my own words, what the statements actually said. So I found myself there staring at the words of Jesus and replied, Well, it almost seems as if he's saying that if we believe in him, we can actually know, really know for sure, that we are going to go to heaven. Uh, but, of course, it can't actually mean that, can it? I started looking for the fine print, the asterisk there someplace, and I didn't find it anywhere. And over the next few months, guess what I learned? I learned that real Christianity doesn't have an if in there. It's not there. It is an absolute gift. And a gift is, by definition, something free. You can't earn a gift, and you can't obey a gift, and you can't, well, you can neither take it or not take it. That's kind of the way it works, right? When Jesus offers mankind, exhausted man, busted up man, hopeless man, spiritually broke man a gift, he really means it. And the value of that gift of eternal life makes $10 million look like some chump change to many. Have you ever taken Jesus Christ up on his offer? If so, then you're a rock-solid winner. There are no ifs and no ands and no buts. No, you can't earn a gift. Let me say it again. You can't obey a gift. You can only take or not take a gift. It's a rock-solid guarantee. No strings attached. Satisfaction? Yep. Guaranteed. And today's not-so-wise thought, if you love someone, let them go.
if they come back with coffee, it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah, I like coffee. For some odd reason, I was thinking about this this morning, and, and just like that, poof, the weekend was gone. <laughs> oh, it's a Monday, isn't it? That's it, my friend. Hello, world, as we start out our brand new week. Heard every day right here on this station at this exact time. A big thanks to this radio station and to you. And I mean that sincerely. Join me tomorrow. Same time, same place. That's the way it is. Monday, October 17th, 2022. I'm Greg Patton. God bless. You have a fantastic day.